Blog Talk Radio. Archangels, Ghosts, and Bigfoot, oh my. It's just another night for Supernatural Girls. Real stories, real answers to life's biggest supernatural mysteries. And now, for another exciting interview with paranormal experts from this world and others. Here's your host, paranormal researcher Patricia Baker, on the one, the only, Supernatural Girls. Welcome, everyone, to another exciting episode of Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker, and I am here with my co-host from Tucson, Patricia Kirkman. PK, how are you doing tonight? I'm all bundled up, which is very (laughs) nice and warm. The heat's up as far as I can crank it without the house exploding, but I don't like cold weather. I've been away from it. Now, what do you call cold weather? What's the temperature out there? Well, it was in the 30s, and they're talking about the 40s. We're freeze. The plants are freezing. They cover up your hoses, cover up your plants. And I'm sorry, but it's too cold. If they're going to die, they're going to die. I just can't get Oh, that's terrible. Well, we've had some very frigid temperatures here in New England, but we Mm -hmm. expect it. It's that time of year. And now I hear it's going to rain tonight, and tomorrow it'll be up in the 50s. It is just so extreme. And, again, this is what we both everywhere. Yes, extreme weather. We saw it coming. Yep. I'm looking for it to turn around and be kinder to us. I know. I know. I I hope so. Yeah, <laughs> it's only good know, if you well, want to that, join the polar bear club. That's right. Well, those temperatures for Tucson, those are pretty chilly. So I would imagine people aren't too happy. Yeah, that's called no, for us. Definitely. It's like I said, it's normal, but for you guys, it's not. So yeah. people are getting ready odd. for the Jim and Mineral show coming up, and so this is throwing a curve into a lot of people's ideas and plans because so much of of it's on the on the uh, intense and such as that. So it's uh, it'll look cool for some people. It will I'm be. Glad I hope I'm they not, have their mud shopping this year. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really you know, can stay inside. Funny. I pulled mine out of the closet. When when I lived back in the snow back in in uh, Maryland, I had these real thick crepe soles with a fur lined inside. I pulled them out of That's the closet today because my my feet have been that cold. I can't get warm. Oh Once you God, cold, isn't you it? Freeze. No, that's it. You're done. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's mm-hmm. how you get sick too. So I'm glad you found exactly. your little fuzzy slippers. And <laughs> oh, I am too. Oh, it looks a little weird me. when you walk down the street and some people are wearing shorts, but they're coming from back east. So for them, this doesn't seem oh, so yeah. bad. <laughs> That's right. I know. It's so funny. <laughs> it's all relative. Well, now tell us what's Isn't going on with the numbers. What's happening? Well, this is a, this is a universal nine day, so it's a wrapping up of ending of some things. But I thought I would talk about something different tonight. You know, we we're now in the time of Aquarius, but everything has a, its own color and its own thing. Thinking about the fact, from now until towards the end of February, 
the colors that people are going to be drawn towards or want to wear, even though they may not be an Aquarian, they're going to find they're drawn more to these colors. So people are going to look for fashions that are different, things that are really colorful, even uh, geometric patterns and all kinds of lines and swiggles. And the pant legs are more of a flare or they're the very tight up shorts. So you're taking a look at all the styles. Right now, they seem to be very artsy, very creative, uh, all kinds of color. But if you notice, watch what people are wearing. You're going to see wild jewelry, wild colors. And it's just going to make people feel like they, they want to really go to the masses of things that are different. How so interesting. So just take, it's going to be interesting. Just watch what people are wearing. Pay attention to what you see them wearing on TV right now. In fact, I, I watch the uh, morning shows, and I have to laugh at some of the styles. And I thought, wow, I thought those were out of style, but they're back. They're back. So, oh, no. I've never right. liked those. Oh, <laughs> Geometric designs on me, this, this doesn't work. It does mm-hmm. not compute. Not my style. I'll have to stay with my one color, you know. <laughs> so boring. Well, but that's how but it's the going wild to be. jewelry is, is going to get everybody. Of course, the Jim and Minnow show being on, there's going to be plenty of that to see. But oh, it's gotcha. interesting to see if you've noticed, instead of the long beads that we've been wearing these last few years or chains, all of a sudden it's creeping up. We're getting chokers again. Oh, my goodness. Well, yeah. it's going to be interesting to watch, that's for sure. And yeah. there's so much going on. You're watching our skies. There was a blood moon eclipse. We saw that. Right. And, of course, so many more, so many more UFO sightings that are being reported all over the world. And it's it's interesting. It's interesting to see, you know, how anybody could say they're, they don't exist is just beyond me at this point. I can't even talk to people who think that way because it doesn't even make sense. So, yes, they're here. They who now. are they? What do they want? Who knows? Yeah. But they're here. Everybody wants to play the game that let's pretend because that way they don't think they're going to look foolish because they really don't believe it. But the masses that do believe it and do know it are just kind of sitting back going, okay, wait until it hits them right in the forehead. Then the surprise is going to be like, <laughs> well, I really knew it all along. Yeah, sure. We know the <laughs> truth. That is not the case. But our audience knows the truth. They've always been right That's with us here do. every step of the way because they're so smart. So we also have some interesting paranormal news we're going to get to. But <laughs> first, I just want to remind everybody to visit – patriciakirkland.com and schedule your numerology reading or talk to Patricia about a numerology class and also contact me for soul realignment I just did another one the other day it was so fascinating it it really does give you a unique lens to look at yourself your life Mm -hmm. your lifetime your soul let's see if you're in alignment or out of alignment it's it's just so much fun it's great work it's very powerful Feel free to contact me. I'm on the website, supernaturalgirlswithaz.com. And make sure you follow us on our Facebook page where we have some terrific paranormal stories this week, as oh, usual. And, oh, and yeah. guess what? We have a new intern, Haley, who is fantastic. She's doing our live tweets during the show. 
And she's helping us out with a new newsletter and other exciting things for social media. So, Haley, yes. thank you so much for all your help. We so appreciate you. And we have a very interesting story, well, lots of them are on our Facebook page, so make sure you go there. Mm-hmm. One about mysterious native curses and the Mothman. Did you see that one? Oh, I'll send it over to you. Incredible. Yes. Wasn't that? I, I mean, it's... opened that up and I was in shock because it looks like x-rays of the Indians all the way across the top of the page. Yeah, it was a very it, cool picture. Oh, yes. Yes, and that was on Mysterious Universe. They have some great stories that we mm-hmm. share on our Facebook page, and they always have great writers like Brent Swanser and our dear friend Nick Redfern who contribute to all of this. And this one was by Brent, and he talks about this horrible event that happened with the Native Americans. Right. They were trying to actually make peace with the soldiers that were at the Point Pleasant, West Virginia area. Mm-hmm. And instead of being able to negotiate peace, which was their goal, they were slaughtered. How horrible. Right. And this chief, Chief Cornstock, is how he was known, cursed the land for 200 years mm-hmm. as a result of this horrible and unnecessary slaughter that was just fueled by, I don't know, some kind of insanity on the part of the soldiers. And so much went so wrong when the uh, people came over from the U.K., from Great Britain to England to here. Mm -hmm. And so anyhow, after that, there were some very odd occurrences. There were some very big disasters in the area And then they said Mm -hmm. after 200 years, it started to go away, which is interesting. But in the story, one of the things that they're questioning is if this curse had anything to do with the appearance of Mothman. So we may never know, but it's an interesting thing to think about because Mothman, as you know, was there in Point Pleasant, West Virginia, before the Silver Bridge went down, taking many people with it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, so look at all the deaths that could... took place during that 200 years. I mean, yes. it, it's just incredible. As many as 320 people were killed and burned as prisoners. I mean, it's just, when you look at the amount of people that were lost during that 200-year period, that was one curse and a half. It certainly was. Nope. You just don't want to mess with these people. You know, they nope. <laughs> these chiefs and these medicine men and women, you just don't want to do that. But they did it. And so, as a result, here we are uh, talking about disasters that occurred on that land and Mothman, who nobody, it's still a mystery, no matter who we have on here with um, cryptids and chasing Americans' monsters, when we have Jason on last week, nobody really mm-hmm. has an answer about Mothman. Was, was Mothman here to warn everybody, or was Mothman here to cause trouble so we we still don't have an answer to that we keep asking don't we (laughs) well one day we're going to talk with someone that'll have the answer immediately for us i'm waiting we hope so (laughs) we hope so we may have to just get a hold of mothman himself and ask him directly (laughs) wouldn't that so i also want to mention wouldn't that be now that would be an interview of a lifetime i have Mm -hmm. to say mothman and supernatural girls it would be great I'd love it. You can it. tell Nicole so, is whenever he's ready. I know. We're ready. We're always mm-hmm. ready because it is about this world and others. And our guest tonight 
Lori Ann Spagna is going to be talking about other worlds, communication with animals. She's a great guest. We're so lucky to have her tonight. We're going to bring her on in just a couple minutes. But first, I also wanted to mention, hey, everybody who owns property, guess what? Time is running out for you to file your abatement. You must get Attorney Patricia Quintilian's book. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. This is your last chance (laughs) because as many of you know, at the end of January, which is coming up soon, you're going to hit the last day that you can file an abatement. And if you don't and they've made a mistake on your record card or they're charging you too much for something you don't have, which has happened, then you're done. So the rules are pretty strict. The timelines and the deadlines are very strict for property owners. Not so much on the other side, but for property owners, they're very strict. So make sure you get Attorney Quintilian's book. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. It's available on Amazon.com. Buy one for you. Buy one for your friend. Anybody who owns property needs to be aware of what can happen and how to make sure it's set right. So... Anyway, so tonight we we have oh my god, I'm so excited to have Lori on the show. <laughs> I now, too. I know she's just great. Now, for over 20 years, Lori has transformed the lives of thousands of people and animals around the world via her channeled ascension guidance, intuition, sacred energy healing, and animal communication and telepathy. She offers seminars and workshops about how we can improve our lives by learning from animals and aligning with our true divine source. Now, this is going to be a great conversation, everybody. Please stay tuned for this one. And if you have a question, call in at 563-999-3539. Again, that's 563-999-3539. So, Lori Spania, welcome to the show. Well, hello, Patricia and PK. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. It's, it's our pleasure. We're delighted to have you with us. You are amazing, all of the many things that you are doing in the world today. But how did you get started with this? How did I get started with it? I got started with it uh, because I wanted to be of service to animals on a global scale. I, I, I swear, that was the mantra that I had for like 20 years in corporate America out of college. And then what ended up happening was, I mean, I was miserable during those 20 years, but what ended up happening was my, my brother died of an unexpected drug overdose. Oh no. Crossed over. Yeah. That was, uh, you know, a bummer, (laughs) but after I crossed over, I started having, I say it like that because he, he, he became the, the angel in my ear. He became my best friend from the from the afterlife, from the non-physical realm, and he basically kind of righted my course. He was my awakening. So I started to follow the guidance that I was getting from him, which was to write my course, you know, to realign my journey with what I was really here to do, which was initially to help animals, but really it was more about the human species. We're all animals. So that's Gosh. what I'm here. That's how, that's how I got started. In a short, short story. That's that's fantastic. Go ahead, PK. Yeah, I mean, we don't always realize, you know, um, we don't always realize that a lot of times 
if we don't hear, you know, you've heard that saying, if you don't hear the wake-up calls, the first few whispers, after a while you get kind of like pushed over. And then after yes. a while, if you don't get shoved over, something happens like someone dies to wake you up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I just, I mean, exactly. all, all that stuff is, is, is sacred contracts. Those are agreements we make, you know, pre-birth agreements. But that's how it happened in my life. That's where it started. Now, did you also have a near-death experience yourself? Yeah. Well, what happened was after that, I, I, I left my job in corporate America. I left and I became a dog trainer. So I left this I left six-figure job for, you know, $20,000 a year job. And I started training dogs. I worked for a guy who's 20 years training military dogs for the United States government. After his, his training time in, in the military, he started his own business. While I was working for him, that's when I started hearing animals. They would talk to me, and I would follow their guidance. Eventually, I became a dog trainer and an animal communicator, and then that led me to, to a series of events that ultimately put me in Maui. I went to Maui because I got a divorce. I ended up getting a divorce. My husband at that time thought I was nuts. He wasn't into the idea of growing or, you know, the metaphysical, the spiritual, none of that. And we both had a lot of growing and learning to do. So I moved to Maui. While I was in Maui during those two years, I was meditating every night and I was practicing with some incredible, really advanced masters who, while I was working with them, they really understood, well, this one particular master in, in, in particular, he knew how to, he had already had so many real death experiences. One of his documented death experiences was that he, he died and opened and, and, and was recovered in the freezer in a morgue, banging on the freezer. <laughs> that's, just, that's like a true story. So I was studying under his tutelage and he knew how to help cultivate like the energy of, the essence of our consciousness, and he could help. He taught, essentially taught me how to take the essence of my own consciousness and leave my body completely. This is an astral travel, if you're familiar with that. That's not what it was. It was literally allowing the consciousness that is known as me as an individual being in a form of a physical body to completely leave. So wow. that was, Yeah. It's basically like really where you where you come into what happened in that situation is it's the realization that in a sense the reality that we live on the physical reality that we live on is actually non-physical completely non-physical. Yes. Yes. And right. right, when you come into full reunion with your consciousness, I'm saying you because anybody could do this if we would learn how. You come into full reunion with your consciousness Everything physical leaves because you become the essence of your non-physical, your non-physical being. That's how that happened. So it wasn't like I was in a, a hospital. My near-death experience was not a traditional, I'm in a hospital on a bed and all of a sudden my heart stops. It wasn't like that. It was, it was really a spiritual, metaphysical transformation in study with a true gifted master who had himself experienced actually eight or maybe nine real like death experiences. So, wow. Oh my goodness. Well, that's quite a training you went through. Wow. 
Now, yeah. it's amazing, though, that you started with training dogs. They started talking to you. And one of the things I asked if you'd be kind enough to do is to talk to my dogs for me. And I sent you some pictures of little Gabriel and yeah. Hermes. And I let's see if we can have a conversation with them. What do you pick up from them? Oh, well, let me say, first of all, both of your dogs absolutely love and adore you. Oh, and there's no question I love about them. that. And both, both of your dogs. You know, before I even say this, let me just say this. The fundamental thing about the readings that I do with animals, in my experience with animals, is I'm always connecting with the soul of the animal that is here with the human by a divine appointment. And so the animal Ah. is here in service to the human. And the animal's helping their human on their soul's journey. So I don't typically, even though I could get these things, but this is just not how animals use me, I don't typically get things like, oh, I really like my red ball. Let's go to the park. I could get those things. That's not what they use me for. So I tend oh, to get yeah. stuff that's a lot more related to your, your life, how that animal, any animal, is serving, supporting, and assisting their human. So mm. this is what I get. You're, of course, your dogs absolutely love you. Um, they see themselves as angels in your life, and you see them as angels in your life. And it's almost like one of the first things, yeah, and of course, they really respect you for who you are and who you become in this lifetime. It's like there's a great deal of respect and admiration and a recognition that you have, in this lifetime, elevated yourself beyond what you yourself even expected for yourself. In other words, you you went past even what you thought you could do in this, and they're aware of that's that. That's true. Wow. Yeah. But here, there's yeah, and there's a couple other really big things here that come in. Um, number one, there's the whole pointing out of like, it's almost like both of your dogs show me what I see with them is like these sprinkles of gold dust everywhere. I ask, what does that mean to you? Why are you? Why am I getting this image of these sprinkles of gold dust from both of you? And they said, there's multiple reasons. This is what I'm getting. Number one, we're the angels in her life, <laughs> which we already Aww. talked about that. Number two, because so mommy likes a very, they say mommy likes a very high class, high caliber of living. She likes a high <laughs> standard of living. And she does not like things that are cheap or um, almost the word is like crappy, but that's not really their word. And they, they are me out. It's the, true. And they said, this is even important and relevant because, and here's the big one, mommy, they, they do use the word mommy to describe you. Sometimes they say my mom or my dad, but in this case they're saying mommy is what I'm hearing, is that an important choice point in her life. This is what I hear. She's making an important choice in her life. This is not an overnight choice. She's been making this for a long time. Choice for her is about how she's going to do what she really loves full time and be able to afford a quality of living that she's always become accustomed to. And she's sometimes on the fence about this. She doesn't always know how to fully swing it. And part of How did they know this? Amazing. And I've never spoken to you before. Nor no, we've we never have spoken. never spoken did before. I do. Right. But what they're saying is, is that, what mommy, part of what mommy has to do is learn a kind of trust for herself. Mm-hmm. 
to know that this is already laid out for her. This is part of her journey, but it's already going to be taken care of in a way that she, at this now moment, in a sense, can't quite figure it out. How interesting. But they know it. They do. Now, it's fascinating that they have defined things the way they have. That's hilarious. And, yes, I love There's them with all my heart. I would do anything for them. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I can totally get that. There's one other piece, too, and it's just that uh, it has something to do with traveling, like international travel, either that you really love and enjoy that and you've done a lot of it or else there's a lot more of it to come because I haven't quite gotten past or future from them on this, but it's just showing up and that's somehow a lot's going to come through international travel. Someone you meet, people you meet, connect with, connections and crossroads that are coming. Does this make sense? Yes, it does. In, in a very unusual way, it does. Yes, very interesting. What about this? Yeah. Now, when you talk to them, when you talk to dogs or cats or horses or whomever in general, and especially with my guys, they're a little older now, and I was wondering how they're feeling physically. Okay, well, so now when you're asking that, I can tune in for, for you, but just so you know, I mostly, when I connect with an animal, I'm always going straight for what they want to share with me. And right. that's what your animal shared. So if there was a physical issue that really needed attention, that would have been what they shared with me. I'm no not kidding. Okay. Any, which is a good thing, right? That's good. Yes. I'm not picking up any yes. physical issues with either of them. Um, the only thing I am noticing, hold on. With with Gabriel, is a kind of sense of. I'm not sure if it's discomfort in the buttocks area or the rear of his body or a little bit of somehow disconnection from his hind legs or almost like a tension there. Does this make sense to you? Yes, it does. Yes. Yeah, he's I'm a little unstable a, sometimes. Right, I've got that. Right, seeing him for a little more clarity on this. And it's not, okay, first of all, we just moved some energy, which is really good. Actually, we just did some clearing on something. Um, but it's not, as for him, discomforting, but he's aware of the imbalance. And the mm-hmm. imbalance, it's, it is connected to you, you understand, because we all share energy. We share energetics with our loved ones and the people we and we interact with and the animals share that with us too so it's almost like this in this instability or this uncertainty especially as it shows up in the rear of the body it is linked to the part of you that's holding on to the past and that's not entirely certain and steady about the future so it's interesting how these these symptoms can show up in our our dogs and so clearing anything that we clear within our own emotional body and mental body makes a difference for our animal's health. So that's a good thing oh my to God. know. Absolutely. Because, you see, that's one of the key primary missions of our animals. The, the animals, all animals on planet Earth have three, three primary missions, one of which is to be the healer to the humans they live with. And even if they're not an animal who lives with a human, they still are acting as a healer to the area of earth that they live on or to the environment where they live. 
So, like, for example, whales and dolphins are healers of the waters. Uh-huh. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. But, so that's a primary mission. So the animals who live with their humans are always healing, healing the human, helping them to become more aware, helping their humans to become more conscious and aware of the energy field that they share together. Well, they definitely know more than we do. There's no question in my mind that animals are much more sensitive to other dimensions, to other entities, and they have an awareness that goes far beyond what we could even imagine, and we're so limited sometimes that way. And I'm very grateful for all the animals that have been in my life, and especially these two little guys. They have just yeah. been amazing, amazing mm-hmm. uh, passengers on this journey with me, and I can't imagine mm-hmm. being without them. That's the only thing that I, that brings me great sadness is that we outlive our pets. But that's just how it is. Can I, well, so, can I give you? Can I give you a little piece of of insight on that? Yes. This is a, this is a kind of a challenging thing for people to swallow, but I promise I will give you the gift of it. When we feel sad for animals, even sad about the concept of them leaving us, we're actually giving energy to the very thing we don't want. And that, gives, okay. that actually creates it, right? So that's, it's, 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 it's hard to say and hard to change in a sense because if you give sadness to the idea of them being without you, in a sense, you're actually accelerating it. It's happening. Well, we don't so that's want an that. upsetting thing. So. Right. We don't. But here's the solution. I promise. I promise it comes with a gift. And you will okay, be good. amazed how powerful <laughs> this gift is, how much it works. And by the way, it will work with your human loved ones too as well. And what you want to do is even if you think or feel that, you know, you just catch yourself. But you immediately always want to be saying and just affirming to the universe at large, you know, whenever you remember, you just say, my choice, desire, and intention is that, oh, sorry, phone's ringing in the other room, is that my animal companion, you can say their names, lives as long, strong, happy, healthy, and well, for as long, strong, happy, and healthy, and well as they possibly can. Now, that statement to the universe, see, the human, humans are trained, we're, we believe we have no power over that kind of thing. But in fact, when you make that statement like that, no emotional sadness or grief, just my choice, desire, and intention is this. To whatever degree it's possible, you have no attachment. You're just making a statement of truth. That's your choice, your desire, and your intention to whatever degree it's possible. You're actually lining up with that reality. You're actually increasing, dramatically increasing it's not, I can't measure it because I don't have that ability to calculate that, but I absolutely know you will be amazed. That will be more of what you experience. That's great. Now, is this, yeah. I know you've written a lot of beautiful books, Lori. Do you have that statement in one of your books? You know, I don't think I actually have that in one of my books because when I wrote those books, I don't think I knew that. I've learned, I've learned oh, that okay. over the last 10 years. And, <laughs> and those books, the, the, the animal books, I wrote them over 10 years ago, actually 10 years ago. But those, those are things I teach in my classes because I teach animal communication, I teach psychic development, and I teach, I teach a class called um, Vibrational Energy Healing and Meditation for You and Your Animals. 
and I know I teach it in there, and it's it's definitely written in the handouts and the material. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Now, um, we're going to take a very short commercial break, and we're going to come back because we have so many more questions for you, and we want to hear about all the many things you do. And, PK, I'm going to ask you to call in again because your phone is still creating the uh, interference. See if you can switch to another phone. That might that might help. But we're going to take a very short commercial break, everybody, and we'll be right back. You are listening to Supernatural Girls Radio. Are you ready for a new experience of freedom and powerful connection? Would you like a positive, effortless change in your life? Then come to CosmicFusion.com, where we offer the most advanced energy clearing and expansion techniques in the world with a quantum vortex energy to activate your divine blueprint and life's purpose. When your soul leads the way with Cosmic Fusion and Quantum Vortex Energy, you can break clear of past difficulties and blocks with the power of the Source. With Cosmic Fusion, the Source Energy does the work for you. It's easy and effortless. Listen to our free meditation right from our Cosmic Fusion website, the Cosmic Code Meditation. Sign up for one of our interactive webinars today. Come to Cosmic Fusion, www.kosmicfusion.com to experience an effortless awakening and transformation. Are you ready for an upgrade? Are you ready for a new experience of living in the fifth dimensional magic and powerful connection? Then visit CosmicFusion.com today. CosmicFusion.com Astridian is a family of cosmetic products with 98% pure ionized minerals. We combine our science with a blend of essential oils to nourish and take care of your skin's health. How does it work? All Astridian products contain the proprietary redox technology having the capability of simulating an ionic zinc-copper superoxide dismutase effect. This free radical scavenger currently in your body has been diminished by toxins and the daily stresses of life. It is a perfectly balanced mineral complex that all $200 an hour dermatologists, their professors, and ancient history have proven. Redox technology is a process of reducing the skin's oxidation by transferring electrons from a radical state to a stress-free normal condition. Oxidative stress is a form of cellular aging, and as science has proven, a precursor to disease. The free radical theory of aging states that organisms age because cells accumulate free radical damage over time. Damaged cells are not beautiful, but healthy cells are. The Astridium family is presented in four different uses that cover unique benefits to your body. They are the Essential Anti-Aging Series, the Multivitamin Series, Sports Series, and Professional Series. Regain your youth with the power of Astridian. Visit www.astridian.com and inquire. Use the code SUPERNATURAL and receive a 10% discount on your first purchase. Astridian, the beauty of being healthy. Your property tax bill. Have you seen it lately? It's frightening. Your property taxes are going up while your home value is going down. It's time to fight back and win. For the real truth about the property tax system, get attorney Pat Quintilian's book, Are You Getting Screwed on Your Property Taxes? How to Find Out and How to Fix It. Attorney Quintilian answers all your questions and gives you the facts you need to fight a property tax bill that is spiraling out of control. You'll also read about what happens to property owners who don't check their property records 
only to find out too late they're taxed on square footage, fixtures, and even buildings that they don't own. Is this happening to you? Learn your rights. Buy Attorney Pat Quintilian's book today. Are you getting screwed on your property taxes? How to find out and how to fix it. Available on Amazon.com. Welcome back, everyone, to Supernatural Girls Radio. I'm your host, Patricia Baker. I am here with my co-host, and I am also here, we are here, with a terrific guest tonight, Lori Ann Spania. And she is many things, an animal communicator, a channeler. She's a healer. She is here to teach us all about so many things. We're very grateful to have you here, Lori. Now, you were talking about the classes that you offer on animal communication. Do you do those in person or over the Internet? How do you teach people? Well, I can do it either way, but usually my classes are through webinars online. And um, really, it's amazing to people when they find that you don't ever need to be physically with an animal to communicate with them. You don't have to be physically with them at all. You're just, you're just basically, it's kind of like the concept of, you know, you don't have to be with someone to talk to them on the telephone. It's just another frequency. Just because we use a physical instrument to connect doesn't mean that we need the physical instrument to connect. So sometimes the right. physical instrument is our, is our own brain tuning into a particular frequency. So it's just as effective remotely. And in that sense, so can classes be, you know, I can do them by, I do them usually by webinar. That's yeah. great. Cause I know people around the country who are always looking to study this. So I can send them to your website. Now give us your website just so everybody has it. Yeah. Well, actually, you know what people will love. They go over to the website, they'll get a free class on learning animal communication. It's like an intro class. So it's Lori oh, nice. Spagna. Yeah. It's just my name, Lori Spagna.com. And that's L-O-R-I-S-P-G-N, like Nancy A, lorispagna.com. Perfect. Well, that's great. Now, you yeah. also do a lot with ascension. What is that? Talk to us yeah. about ascension and the fifth dimensional reality. I know some of yeah. our listeners already know a little bit about it, but we want to know more. Tell us. Yeah. Well, this stuff is definitely pretty out there but you definitely if you're on my website you'll get a free class on that plus you'll get like an ebook on what is a star seed and stuff about the dna free gifts there the, the thing is ascension is a process that really all of humanity is going through right now whether we know it or not and it's really the shifting of humanity's consciousness everyone on planet earth and even in our galaxy coming out of an old paradigm of existence where we were, we were in this concept of separation. In other words, we gave our power away to external authorities and, you know, government teacher, lawyer, other people, a God that's separate from us, whether, you know, it's an organized religion where we were basically unconscious of these kinds of choices, of unconscious of our ability to connect with one another, with the divine, however that is, right? That's old reality we're waking up out of. And we're coming into this new reality where it's really where we come into unity consciousness. We recognize our connection with everyone and everything throughout all time and space. So that's really what ascension is. It's the awakening of humanity. And 
the thing is everybody's going through it in their own unique way and in their own mm-hmm. unique time, you know, in your own perfect and define, you know, define your individual way. That's, that's right for you, whoever you are, but it's happening across all of humanity. And so you have this sort of happening in what I call sort of like waves. And if you think about like waves of an ocean, you know, you don't really know where one begins and the next one begins and one ends. It's just everyone is different waves of the ocean. But you can see it because there's a whole group of people sort of, you could say it started mostly in the 60s where you had like the hippie movement and Woodstock, John Lennon, MLK, JFK, they were waking up and saying, you know, one love and let's all come into, you know, love one another. And, you know, that was the message. And then we kind of got sidetracked because what happened was, if you really think about it, there, there has been a kind of global elite group that didn't really want that to happen. So it was sidetracked. Right. It was sabotaged. Right. But they can't mm-hmm. stop it. They just slowed it down. So it really was slowed down. Especially, for example, you know, we saw right around 9-11, there was great trauma impressed upon the whole of humanity. And that really, that trauma temporarily slowed us down because we went into so much pain and so much fear. The financial collapse of 2008, another example of how humanity was, in my opinion, deliberately sabotaged, traumatized, slowed down. But now... We've come out of that. We've come. We've really healed a lot of our trauma, and a lot of the people associated with those traumas have kind of many of them left the planet, you know, physically crossed over. So now humanity is birthing itself new, and we can see. We can even see this concept in our reality where, you know, we have this whole. I mean, I, I don't know how far out there I can go here without pushing too many buttons, but. No, go ahead. We can see it in the global stage, right? We can see an old government is being shut down. Someone stands on a wall who is not affiliated with the government that has been controlled since the 1900s. This person is basically standing on a wall and say, you will not cross this wall. The new wave is here. And nothing and no one will come in to this new wave to affect those who are ready to wake up. And that's the, the mystical meaning of a wall. Essentially, mm-hmm. there is a new way and the old regime is not allowed to enter into this new way of being where all of humanity is being given a choice now to wake up and to take more responsibility for our, for our unity, for the greater good of all of humanity. The, that we're all, we've all shifted out of this, the old regime. Me, 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 I, me, mine, right? I don't care if, right. you know, like that old regime is, I don't care if I pollute the oceans, I just want to get my oil. I don't care if I screw everybody, I just want my, my money. That's the old regime. I don't care if everyone gets sick, I'm going to lie to them through commercials that tell them they need drugs to get better. That, that's the old regime. New regime is a service to the greater good. Let's serve, support, and help one another. Let's not forget ourselves in that. We know we need to take care of ourselves as individuals, but then let's also serve what serves everyone with harm to none. And how do we all mm-hmm. help and one another? Yes. It, it that's also, all, it's, that's, it's amazing. 
it's amazing to uh, watch what's going on today, how the media has disgraced itself, how the medical profession has fallen off its pedestal. The priests have fallen far from where they started. And it's, it's very interesting to see people, uh, walk away from these institutions and try to find their mm-hmm. own way of healing or their own way of, of yes. worshiping or whatever. It's it's turned into more of a, an allowance for individuals yes. to find their truth. So it's, yes. it's great to see that there are options for that. It's unfortunate that we're also watching a lot of bullying going on over the politics of things, but I'm hoping people will come to their senses and and let that division go because we need to move forward on things that are helpful for our country. And it's, you know, it's just so important to see things for what they are, not what we want them to be. So it's a great opportunity. You know, there's a lot of choices there. Go ahead. Do you feel that many times at this stage, it's people are sick and tired of being sick and tired. They're willing to step up now and take, you know, go ahead and shoot the arrow. I'm standing right here. I'm not going to hide anymore. And if, and yes. unless we all go forward, we're going to keep going backwards and then having to pick it up and go forward again. It's too close to our being able to make that big hurdle now and make it better, finally. Yeah. Well, I think people are reclaiming our power because what happened, mm-hmm. what happened in like 2000 you know, 2011, you know, the years prior to 2011, humanity saw such great devastation and darkness that we became squashed under it. And mm-hmm. we, we started to feel so disempowered. I mean, what, you know, this is how you give your power away, little by little by little over time right. until you're walking through an airport and you're getting basically strip searched and you have to give up all your possessions. That's an example mm-hmm. of just, and I mean, if you just liken that in a similar way to even like a Nazi Germany, you basically are being strip searched and you have to give away all your possessions and you can't cross through borderlines. So, I mean, we'll work through these things. People don't see how we, re, we recreate our past until we somehow resolve it. And what, what's happened now is that we've been working through it while simultaneously people who have been kind of awakening in the earlier waves, that's why I was referring to waves, have done so much inner clearing on the energetics of it, the emotional trauma that humanity has carried that was unprocessed. And through this kind of clearing and healing, this is, this is what I call the business of light workers. we're working mm-hmm. through it on the energetic level so that now it's basically helping the whole of humanity to to really be able to move forward and not feel so squashed and disempowered. Yeah. Which is great. Now, do you you give classes on this in terms of how to use this fifth dimensional energy to, to move beyond some of the trauma of the past? Well, what I do is on a regular basis, a monthly basis, I do energy sacred government circles where we do, we, we are the sacred government. We work with the divine source to create the, the future for humanity and to basically, I'm going to use the word control, but not in the same way because it's more like we understand we are the government for the future by working with the divine. 
but all we ever do is only that which serves the whole and creates harm for none. That's what we are able to address with the divine. And so we do those monthly. We do, I do what's called speed activations, where we do healing and clearing of the unconscious. We work with emotional stuff to clear and heal it, and we activate what's in the dormant DNA. That's really a huge part of How what do I do. How do you do that? Now, when you talk about that, I'm fascinated by this. Activating dormant DNA. What is that? Talk to us about that, please. Yeah. I mean, this is, to me, this is like, this is such amazing stuff. So what's going on in, 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 on Earth is up until the last few years, really 2012, people were, all of humanity was under the impression that you basically only have two strands of DNA, and after the, two, the, next, the first two strands, scientists knew there was at least 10 more. Well, that's what they believe. There's 10 more, but they called it junk. They just thought it was junk. And that's because mm-hmm. in the scientist's mind, they couldn't understand or know what it was for. But in 2012, it became published in credible scientific journals, many of them, that that junk DNA was actually dormant and that it could be somehow awakened, but that they didn't know what it was good for. But the thing is, is that spiritual, metaphysical energy workers like me, we, we know it's not only is it not junk, what it's doing is it's dormant waiting to be activated and in those within those strands of dna are all kinds of codes i call them sacred key codes just like a lock and a key it's almost like the Mm -hmm. divine comes in when we connect with the divine in sacred circle and certain that's part of my role here that's part of my mission here to help humans and animals do this it's almost like we pull in a key from the divine and we unlock the codes that are stored in the dna And as those codes are awakened and unlocked, they reveal to each of us our greatest potential, not to mention the solutions to all of Earth's problems. So I I don't really concern myself so much with the, the, the problems of the Earth. I'm more interested in unlocking and decoding the solutions, which are all stored in the DNA. That's terrific. Now, when you do something like this, um, you unlock, you find the lock, you find the key, and you work from there. Can you give us some examples of people that you've worked with and the changes that they've experienced from this? Yeah. Well, first, just, just to be clear, it's never really me. It's always I'm a facilitator for the work of the divine. But because we mm-hmm. do have a universal law here that's based on free will, I basically get the direction and the guidance and translate it for humans and animals so that they can give their consent. And then the divine does, kind of does the work, although I am absolutely a facilitator, coordinator, etc. And understand it's not just force itself, although that is absolutely my main go-to. It's like this original source of consciousness. You may call it God. You may call it a, another name, but it is the original source of creation. That's what I'm working with, the clearest, purest source I can access. But we have incredible beings come in. We have ascended masters, Jesus, you know, Mother Mary, Kuan Yin. We have all kinds of benevolent beings in the non-physical world. Our own family uh, comes in, whether they're family members from the stars, in other words, star family races, which some people might call ETs, but these are absolutely benevolent beings that exist in our universe, in our galaxy, Palladians, Syrians, and other beings. They come forward, and we also have 
um, you know, animal kingdom comes forward sometimes and all kinds of benevolence who facilitate and help and support, archangels, et cetera. But really, when you talk about what happens to people, this is what happens. I mean, first, it's just the early stages is you, we become more psychic. What is psychic? More conscious, more able to mm-hmm. use our extrasensory right. abilities. That's what happens first. We become more empathetic, more sensitive. We're able, we, we become much more service-oriented, care about helping, because we realize not only how much joy we deliver, we receive from being of service, but also how much it makes a difference in the world. We want to be part of the solution. Those are the initial things. But beyond that, I mean, miracle healings are part of my everyday life. You know, healings of wow, physical and fantastic. emotional issues. Yeah, it is. Here's the thing. This is what's so amazing. You know, humanity has been trained to believe that a miracle healing is like, you know, someone in a wheelchair gets rolled up onto a stage and some religious figure puts their hand on the wheelchair person and then all of a sudden the person stands up in the wheelchair and says, hallelujah, I've been healed. But I would contest that that is conspiracy in and of itself. That's not how it happens. It's just not. Mm -hmm. How it happens is, like, for example, one of my clients, I love this situation, this, this example, she had been scheduled for a hysterectomy six weeks in advance. She called me six weeks prior to the hysterectomy and said, what can you do? I'm not going to go contrary to what the doctor says, but let's just see what we can do. I worked with her four sessions, and she brought a package of four sessions. On the third session, after the third session, she went to the doctor for the pre-op. She called me outside of the hospital and said, doctor wants to know what we did. There's nothing there. Oh, nothing. Isn't that wow. great? Oh, my goodness. Fabulous. Yeah. And, I mean, these are, these are common stories in my life. Another one where I had a dog that was caught in some kind of accident while hiking in the woods. The parent of the dog brought her dog to the emergency vet. The vet said to her, look, you have to leave this dog here. We have to take him right away. I mean, he might die overnight, and we, we might have to sever this leg. You know, Ugh. give us your permission. So, okay, she calls me in a panic. We do an emergency session, and, okay, the next morning she calls me back, and she says, the doctor says he's not only not going to die, but he does not have to remove the leg. Thank God. It's so amazing. But now he has to keep him for a week, and she says, how am I going to afford this? I don't know how I'm going to afford this. <laughs> so we do another session. Now we work not only on more on the dog, but also on the vet and money issues, abundance, prosperity, wealth, et cetera. Next morning, she calls me back and she says, you're not going to believe it. Not only does, is the dog all better, almost fully healed and recovered, but the vet cannot understand how he could heal that fast. The vet wants to keep the dog for a week, but because he doesn't have to keep him anymore, he's going to give me it all for free. That is great. Yes. Oh, what a, um, yeah. many miracles. Oh, I love it. Yeah. And I mean, see, when we, uh, we all have this in us, there's not a person who doesn't have these capabilities. It's just we have to unlock it and awaken it within, from within us. It's inside of us, waiting dormant until we're really ready. Because it's up to us to decide, all right, I really do want to harness my gifts. I really do want to use them for good. You can't access them if you're not going to use them for good. You have mm-hmm. to be able to really be willing to be of service. Good point. That's part of what, yeah, what awakens them from within us. You have to be aligned with true willingness to be of service 
And you have to have great comp- compassion is the gene in the DNA that gives access to the other DNA. You oh. have to have great compassion. Mm. Wow. Yeah. So if you don't have that, you're not going lot. any further. Yeah. yeah, that's for sure. Yeah, I mean, well, this is what's happening. That's what part of the the part of why we had so much horrible stuff happen. In a sense, you could say all that horrible stuff that happened. You know, the the economic collapse, nine eleven. I mean, all the terrible, horrible things that have happened planetarily in terms of weather and some of the disasters we've experienced. This has served humanity to awaken compassion. The whole of humanity has mm-hmm. become more compassionate. We've become a more compassionate species. And that, in turn, has made us ready to really unlock these gifts within ourselves. Now, you've it. written a, a number of books on manifestation. Mm-hmm. And I know that's a big question in a lot of people's minds and, and our audience as well who want to know, what's your take on that? How do you work with people? I mean, you created, you helped create a magnificent miracle for this lady with her dog. It, it was a miracle on so many levels. How do you help people who are just very blocked when it comes to manifesting enough money to live or the job that they want? What do you do for them? Well, the first thing is manifestation. The reason why manifestation is so important is that once you have the basic tools of how to manifest with consciousness and consciously create your reality on purpose, you know, with a deliberate intent, that means you can, you can actually change the whole of humanity for the better. You can be participating. So this is why manifestation on a basic level is so important. And of course, initially when you start playing this manifesting, it's like, yeah, I want a new car. I want a new job. I want a new love affair. And really that's just like baby stuff from my perspective. Like I want, I want a planet that loves and loves one another and lives in peace and everyone is healthy mm-hmm. and everyone mm-hmm. is having all their dreams fulfilled. Right. But you can't have that really in a sense until you understand the basics of manifesting. So manifestation is simply a process that we go through. In a sense, we learn how to consciously create our reality. The blocks that we might have or might, we might perceive that we have, all of that is just unconscious programming. So for example, everyone has a computer like you, if your computer has a program a virus on that computer and you don't know about it but you don't really understand why your word or your excel is, is so slow and then you bring it in and someone's like oh let's clean out this virus off your computer then all of a sudden you open up word or excel and boom it's fast as everything right it's, just, it's working so much better for you right those are the blocks we have our blocks are just things in our unconscious mind so you know, a person goes through life thinking, well, I'm just poor and I have no money and I can't make any money or I'm broke. I don't, you know, they don't know what's in their unconscious that's making that. But it's always something in the unconscious that they're just not conscious well, of because the, the ho- sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I agree. I, no, I absolutely agree with you. And I think that we all have these bad software programs that can run in the background without our knowledge. And they can just recreate the same bad scenario over and over and over again. But how do you help somebody get rid of it? It mm-hmm. sounds easy, well, that's but the whole thing. I don't know so, if it is. Well, <laughs> well, it's easy for me because that's what I do, right? When we're on mission, when we're on purpose, whatever it is, it's easy for us, right? When you're doing numbers, PK, it's easy for you because you're on purpose, right? 
That's but right. The thing is, what yeah, what I do is I just I'm I'm there with the person or an animal or both, and I'm just asking. I'm through my connection with Source and guidance and their team and my team. We're asking, what is it going to take to bring this person into alignment with the highest truth of Source? So if, if we're talking about money as an example, or if it's health, whatever it is. The truth of source is that it's an infinite supply, infinite abundance, infinite wealth, infinite prosperity, infinite consciousness, infinite availability. And to whatever degree we are in some form of limitation or lack, money, health, love, whatever it is, that limitation is what needs to be addressed, you know, in the unconscious. So I just, I'm going to source and the team that we work with in the non-physical realm and I'm asking, what is it that's somehow interfering with this alignment and what is it that we need to identify so that we can clear and resolve it and and what gifts can source consciousness provide to them and the gifts are always some kind of expanded consciousness some kind of learning some kind of wisdom some kind of new belief system perhaps some kind of new knowing so those gifts are available to us through source. So as I'm acting as a facilitator and a translator, that's what we're doing. And source basically is doing the healing, right? I'm, I'm, I'm the go-to gal in between in a sense, but I'm not really even ever in between. It's just that I've developed these gifts as a way to be in service. It does. I mean, when I was a therapist years ago, I found that a lot of women had been programmed very, very surreptitiously with a program that basically kind of imprisoned them and made women feel like, yes. And I mean, it was subtle though. It was almost like it was a way for parents to keep control of their daughters. So they wouldn't allow them to reach certain goals and they, and they, you know, basically yes. program them with, uh, you're always going to be disappointed because you won't be able to get what you want. Yes. And I see exactly. women can struggle with that a lot. And yes. so when you find a program like that running in the background with uh, someone, what do you do? I mean, you just, you call on source. I understand that you bring through ascended masters and well, entities that can I'm, help. I'm, heal- I'm working to heal it and, and, and remove it and replace it with, mm-hmm. with a better program. I'll give you a perfect example. This is a really good one. This is a personal example. For most of my life, I've struggled with weight issues, up and down, up mm-hmm. and down. And about a year ago, I actually was just trying to clear candida from my body, which I don't know if you know what that is, but candida is like a yeast oh, sure. that oh, yeah. comes it's from. Yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, sugar, sure. overeating of sugar or wine or yeast. I was a bread lover. I'm Italian. I grew up in an Italian family. We bread and pasta all the time. And I had an overdose <laughs> of yeast. So I was just trying to heal that for myself. And I had to go into my own DNA to find the root of it. And the root was linked to my ancestral lineage. Because I'm sure I can get to all the ancestors. I can get through generations of lifetimes through the DNA. Because that's storing up records of our history, Right. And mm-hmm. I had to find a belief system that was lodged in my own DNA from my grandfather who had diabetes. That the belief, the belief was sugar has power over me. And it's linked mm-hmm. to the diabetes in my ancestors. I don't have, an, I don't have diabetes. 
So I had to clear mm-hmm. it out through my ancestral line in my DNA. Just one single belief, sugar has power over me. Clear it out and replace it with I have power over sugar. I mean, sugar's not more powerful than me. I'm a conscious being. That very day, for the first time in 40 years, it was effortless for me to say no thank you to bread, no thank you to wheat, no thank you to sugar. Within one month, I lost 20 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Wow. A year now. That was that was 30 pounds ago. Since then, I'm actually 35 pounds lighter. Gosh, congratulations. Yeah, but I didn't even have to worry about that. You understand? Because one belief, one single little belief that I wasn't even conscious of. Well, that's what gets us is what we're not conscious of. And Mm -hmm. so you you can access these strands that take you back to other ancestors. And certainly some of this could go back pretty far. Right? I mean, we're talking some people oh my God, could go yeah. back to ancient can, times, yeah? Well, I, I can go back to the birth of that unique individual as a soul. Mm-hmm. So oh we inca- when we incarnate, every soul fractals off, in a sense, from the original source. We're all God in a body. We are all the divine. Divine is all there is. There is nothing else. Good, bad, light, right, wrong, ugly, pretty, whatever, it doesn't matter. It's all expressions are an expression of the divine. So all of us kind of fractaled off from source, and you could call it like, um, well, if you want to think of it like a hierarchical approach, but it's really not. It's like source sort of fractals itself off and then creates more of itself than unique individualized expressions to have experiences, right, and to grow, to learn, to play, to love to be everything and all that is. So it's possible through the connection of source because it's omnipotent, omnipresent, omniconsciousness to, to trace any soul back to its origin, to its original, original beginning of its individual self. And so from that point, you're perfect. You, yes, every being. And this is what's also wonderful. Every being. Every human and every animal has an original blueprint in the DNA. The original blueprint is perfect. Perfect health, perfect well-being, perfect life, happiness, health, well-being, joy, peace, all those things everyone wants without necessarily the shadow aspects of what we've created. And it is possible for us to restore ourselves to that in this lifetime. And that's the work that we're doing. That's what I'm doing with people and animals. Now, when you communicate with somebody's DNA or an animal or somebody who's passed to the other side, how do you experience it? Do you experience this through actual third eye vision? Do you hear things? What's your, how do you do this? Clear audience? You, you know, for me, I, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm really gifted. I have it. I have it all. So I have a clairvoyance, which means. I can see with, with my inner eye, my, my pineal gland, pituitary gland, the master glands in my brain. I can get lots of visual information. I'm also clairaudient, which means I can hear with my hear. inner brain. So I can get voice, voice and sound messages. I'm also really clairsentient, so I can feel, especially if I'm in the you know, in a one-on-one session, I can know what's going on with their physical body. I can feel it in my own body. Um, or emotions, I can always feel 
whatever emotions a person or an animal might be experiencing. Or certainly if I have the presence of a divine being, for example, like a Mother Mary or a Kuan Yin or any ascended master, I know what their frequency feels like. I know what they feel like. So that's a clairsentience. And, I mean, for sure, there's all kinds of ways just through training over time. I just always know. You know, I there's a knowing, and that's a claircognizance. So I'm using all of it. And the truth is we're all, we're all so, I mean, I can act 12 or 13 dimensions of consciousness. And all of these dimensions have different um, information and energy that have a different kind of signature, so to speak. So through the process of just working with them over time, I've developed an understanding. Oh, that's, this is a universal law. Like, for example, different dimensions. On a six-dimensional reality, for example, there's laws that exist, universal laws that are unbreakable for us. And those laws are intelligent, too. So I can work with them and get information and understanding and guidance, et cetera. It's it's fascinating what exists in the non-physical realm, what's available to us. Oh, yeah. It it is really fascinating. I agree with you. (laughs) It's wild stuff sometimes. But it's, yes. you know, everything that you're able to do is so remarkable. And again, I think you're onto something really good here with the DNA clearing, because as you mentioned, you could be totally programmed and controlled by one belief that happened generations ago. So yes. it makes sense, you know, that people should be lining up to get work done with you so they can clear those <laughs> things. Because people oh, get so frustrated, you know, when they... Well, it's true. I mean, if they can't get what they want and they feel blocked, and I think a lot of people do today, they feel like, gosh, you know, I'm I'm clear in my mind about what I want. I know in my heart what I want, but I'm having trouble creating it. And it could be one of these uh, ancestral uh, things that are, are it's still in place, or it could be something yeah. else. So it's that's where you come in to help find it and get rid of it once and yeah. for all. So once you get rid well, of this stuff, it doesn't come back. It's gone for good? No, no, because you've repl- you replace it with higher knowing. So, like, for example, another, because I know you had asked about manifesting, and I kind of went off a little there, but, like, with the manifesting, okay. let's say somebody just wants a job that they love, but they might have a belief mm-hmm. system. Like, I, I have an animal communication class going on right now, and last night with one of the students, she was like, "How? Cool, I, don't, I don't feel, I'm afraid to, I don't know what her exact words were, but she didn't want to take money for doing something she loved so much, like communicating with an animal for a living. Mm-hmm. And I thought, that is an interesting thing, right? She has a belief system that it's not fair or not right to take money for doing what you love. I asked her, what job are you in right now? Yeah, I hate my job is what she said. Well, of course, mm-hmm. you have a belief system in your unconscious that it's not right to take money for doing something that you love. Well, that's going to prevent you from manifesting your ideal job, isn't it? You can never have your ideal job if you think it's on an unconscious level, it's not right to take money for doing what you love. You see how that belief system would enter. So it's a perfect, another perfect example of why this goes hand in hand with manifesting. Because in order to have whatever you want, new job, new love, like if you have a belief system in your unconscious that you're unlovable, and people do. People have that. Oh, yeah. You know, it's not like yes. we might not really consciously believe it. We don't. Of course we don't consciously believe it. 
But we might have gotten that message from our grandfather's grandfather who didn't think he was lovable because he, you know, maybe got beaten by his grandfather's grandfather. Who, You know, back then that was what happened. And it gets stored in a record in your DNA. Then you can't manifest pure love or true love in this lifetime because it's blocking you. Right? Right. But the, base, the yes. basis of manifesting are easy. You basically intend, you envision it in your mind, you say a kind of prayer, you request it, you give gratitude for it, you say, thank you, it's on its way to me now. And then you offer it up and you trust. And through trusting and knowing that that's how it works, you just let it be. But we don't do that. We're not trained to do that. Well, why aren't we trained to do that? We don't know. We just haven't learned yet. That's not something we learn in the schooling system. No, oh, that's for considered sure. Right. It's considered out there, woo-woo stuff. And until you try it, really do it with an open mind, you don't even know. And then if you try it and fail at it, you assume it's not real, but maybe it is just something in the unconscious mind. That's the whole thing. Well, programming of all of us is pretty intense. And as they say, up until the age of seven, everything that you're taught just goes in as as supreme law. And a lot of that's Mm -hmm. very bad imprinting. So to have a mm-hmm. technique like what you offer and be able to clear for people, I think is wonderful because a lot of times, you know, you're in it, you don't see it. And so having somebody take a look with you and for you, it's, it's just so valuable what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. I, I absolutely love it. A huge part of what I do is I just work with groups of people and their animals and we're working in groups to really because there's so much of this stuff that everyone carries and we can clear yes. stuff for the whole group all at once. And we can clear it through all our lineage. So a really good example of one is what I call divide and conquer. Divide and conquer is a program running on the unconscious. And if you think about divide and conquer, I mean, it goes back through bloodlines, you know, teens, yes. you know, separation. You see it in, in politics. Democrats, Republicans. That's divide mm-hmm. and conquer. Anytime, to me against you, anytime two people are having a fight, like even in your family, there's a divide and conquer program running. So it's hard to have peaceful relationships in all areas of your life if you've got divide and conquer program. It's unconscious. People don't even know it exists. Right. Yeah. It can be cleared very easily. And when you clear it through your bloodline, all your ancestors benefit. The whole of humanity benefits. I love doing this work. I love it so much. I can't tell you. I get in a group. We start doing it. It's just, and everybody by the end is just blissed out. So happy. Because we've just come so much more fully. (laughs) Yeah. Full into alignment. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Now, doesn't that sound great, PK? I mean, maybe maybe, um, you can get some help with your back. With Lori, oh, you have wonderful. to talk to her after this show. Yes, you've had well, that I, we for could a, do a some I, if we have time. We could do some on the show if you want. I don't know where the, when the breaks are, or how much time. But well, I can here's tell what you I, that, go ahead. So go ahead, Dad. I want to hear about clearing. Well, I can tell you this: when there's back issues, back issues from an unconscious perspective are always linked to one of two things or both. They're somehow linked. Number one is a feeling that you have to put your needs behind you and put other people in front of you or other, oh. you know, someone else or something else becomes more important than your own needs somehow. So you're somehow serving sometimes. Does this make sense to you, PK? It certainly does. 
Yeah. I mean, a lot of people carry that, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah. so on, somewhere on an unconscious level, there's this kind of somewhere there's this belief like, oh, when is it going to be my turn? Or, oh, I'll just put my needs behind me right now. I've got to take care of this person first. I've got to take care of them first. Oh, I'll do it later kind of thing. You know, that kind of way of operating, so to speak. That's one thing. The other thing that has to do a lot of times with back problems is I'm not getting the support I need. Someone's oh, not supporting uh-huh. me. And that, that makes sense. really, yeah, also contributes. And there's one other piece that's also sometimes involved with the back because the back is behind us. So sometimes it's also linked into things from our past. And mm. if it's based on stuff from the past, it means we still haven't fully released it, right? And so the healing, if there's a healing to do with this, it's going to address, at least that's where we would start with those kinds of issues. Because mm-hmm. once they're cleared out, and you understand, these kinds of beliefs, they don't, they're not just lodged in the brain. It's like you don't just have a belief in your brain. The brain is just a tool that kind of right. processes belief, beliefs and belief systems. But the belief systems are energetically anchored in the consciousness of the being. They're, they're lodged in your mental and emotional bodies, which are energetic. Like you can't point to an emotional body in a physical world. No, it's not emotional. It's not a physical body. It's an emotional body, and yet it's part of the totality of who you are. No doctor can locate that, not really. So we have to locate it on all, what we call all levels and layers, a, a mental field, because if it's something that's in the unconscious, it's a belief or belief system or a program that's the mental field, but it's resonating in the emotional field, how you feel, either consciously or unconsciously or both. It has to be addressed there. And then it's manifesting on the physical form in the physical body. That's why you're feeling it physically because your, your body is like a tool of communication. It's saying, hey, you haven't paid attention to this in the, phys- in the emotional. You haven't paid enough attention to your own beliefs. You're putting this behind you in this case. So I'm going to communicate mm-hmm. to you that this must be addressed. The body is communicating to you to be addressed. That's as a healer, we're just going through all those levels. And of course, on a spiritual level, what what's waiting for you is some expanded consciousness, which is going to be something along lines of like, you know, I deserve to take some time for myself. I'm worthy and deserving of putting myself forward, like taking putting myself first. I'm I, I'm a valuable person. I'm getting all the support I need. There are people around me to support me. It's going to be things like that. But these have to get replaced in your, into your, the totality so that, that becomes your new truth. And then the body says, okay, you got it. Great. Now I can <laughs> not have to have the pain anymore. Because the body says, yeah, you, you got the message now. I don't have to hold this space for you to get it. Make sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> It's a lot. I I know it's a lot of information there, but it's yeah, it's, it's you know that's the stuff. But it's don't great information. Them. Yeah, the most important terrific. part is there are options and opportunities. It's just that getting us to be aware of what they truly are. Yeah, it's so easy to bypass what we feel or think because it doesn't make 
logic by what we've known as logic. Nothing mm-hmm. is logical anymore. If you take a look at it from looking at the black and white, there's so much that we haven't even touched yet. And learning yeah. about that, it's just astronomically inviting to get out there and try it all. You just don't know which mm-hmm. step to take first. Mm-hmm. And, you know, PK, I so agree with what you're saying. And I think that's why, that's what my passion really became in life. My passion still is working with the unknown realm. I, mm-hmm. I'm not really so much interested in reading another regurgitated book. I'm not really <laughs> so interested in studying something that's been out there for ages. But I am fascinated. I am almost in my own way addicted to the unknown realm, to what is unknown to humanity. Mm-hmm. And that I just can't seem to get enough of. So to me, I'm I'm always uh, putting myself in situations energetically, you know, through meditation, but also conscious conversation with the divine, conscious conversation with my own team of non-physical beings, conscious dialogue and conversation, yes, with my brother who crossed over, with animals, with their higher intelligence, and I'm asking questions always, and with the things that I struggle with in life, I will just go on and on with this non-physical realm. Like, I don't, this does not make sense to me. Explain this. Help me understand. Sometimes I might sound, even to them, I know I sound like um, a divine brat. They sometimes say, you know, you're a little bit of a divine brat. <laughs> because this is a relationship. We do have a relationship with the non-physical realm. And I don't always treat the non-physical realm like they're better or superior they're an aspect of me, and we're in partnership and union. So, yeah, sometimes I do sort of sound a little bit like a divine. Other times I'm incredibly humble and so much in my worship. But nonetheless, that's what fascinates me. I want to know what's unknown, and I want to bring it here to this realm of our physical world so that I can assist humanity because to me every solution, every issue that is not aligned with what we all desire in life, like the greatest that's available to us, it is available. It's just, it's not in our physical world. If it was, we would have already experienced it. We would have already found the way. It's in our non-physical. And so if we can bring right. that into our physical world, that's, that's where the joy is. That's where the solutions for our world are, is, you know, are the solutions. That's where our happiness is. That's where our health lies. It's, it's about coming into alignment with that which has been unknown to us prior to now. And it is available to us. That makes perfect sense. And it's wonderful, again, that you're available to help so many people. Now, I have seen some of your videos where you've actually done a healing for the whole group. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's very well, powerful. I'm, oh, I love that. I love doing it so much. You know, I do um, once a month. I live in Florida, and once a month I do these gifted group events at Unity Church in in Jupiter, Florida. And Mm -hmm. we'll have, you know, like 50 people in the room or something, sometimes more. And we just, when you have a group like that gathered of people who come together for basically a unified purpose to, you know, gain healing and clarity and come into unity with the divine, Amazing things happen, 
And so that's what we do. We just, that's what you were looking at. You know, that we've, I videotaped this. And healing comes forward, channeled information comes forward to help us and to serve us as we're awakening. Oh, oh my God, so wonderful. I do this every month out, uh, at Gifted for the local community here. Yeah, I love Sounds it. Yeah, what a wonderful. Wish we were closer. <laughs> do you ever do that on? Uh, do you ever do that on Skype for people or any other type of Facebook um, event so well, that people yeah, can I mean, do this do over that. the internet? Yeah, through webinar. That's the once a month I do them on webinar uh, through Sacred Circles. So anyone who's on my newsletter or connected to my community, they would learn about that through the newsletter. And of course, I send out you know, weekly newsletters to tell people when we do them and then they can register through the right. webinar. And then I also, I mean, I've got lots of that on YouTube. So even if you're not local, if you watch those on YouTube, the energy is live. Understand, even if you're listening in delayed playback, it's source, unlimited. It's not limited to time or space. It knows exactly right. everything. So you can watch that, those videos. That's why they're there, to help people and animals. If you watch the videos, I mean, it requires you to basically, you know, receive the energy and you participate. Source is never limited. The energy is live, even if you're listening months or even years later, whenever. Yeah. You can still that's benefit. Terrific. You can yes. search my name. Yeah. Yes. That's where I first found you. And I, I thought you were yeah. doing something extremely powerful. And I was intrigued. So, I'm again, we're so grateful that you're on the show with us tonight. And, again, people can find you at your website, which is lorispania.com, correct? And yes. that is L-O-R-I-S-P-A-G-N-A.com. And you obviously are available for private sessions, for group work, for teaching, animal communication. And they can sign up for any of this on your website, right? Yeah. Well, I'll just say one thing. I actually don't really take too many privates anymore. I kind of stopped doing that. Most of my work is with groups now because I can okay. do much more service with groups. I do from time to time do privates, but most of the time it's group work. But really a great way for people to fund and get tons of free stuff. They can get a free DNA activation, actually, if they join the community. They'll get an email that sends them a free DNA activation and a free um, gifted uh, ebook on activating the dormant DNA, a free class on it as well, how it's done, how to do it, and how they can, you know, start to in- awaken this dormant potential within themselves. So all of that is at the website at lorispania.com. And then, of course, they can go to YouTube, tons of videos with, you know, live energy healing and lots of wonderful classes on YouTube, all of that free for whoever wants to benefit from it, you know, to That's help tremendous. And Fabulous. Lori, uh, this is off key of what we've been talking about tonight, but you had mentioned in one of your, uh, your sessions about star people. Years yes. ago, somebody told me that there, those that were star people, there would always be a marking in the palm of their hands. Is that true? Well, there's always a marking. I have a marking. I'm a star person. So I have a marking Mine is on my leg. People have to be anywhere on their body. It's not necessarily in the palm of their hand, although maybe a palm analyst, which I'm not a palm analyst, but I have many friends who are, mm-hmm. they may say there's a marking there. In that case, I don't know because I'm not a palm analyst. But I absolutely know that if you're a star 
a star. I'm a star seed, a bra- what I call a braided <laughs> right. star seed. So okay. a star seed is someone who is totally connected with their star family, always working with their star family, and knows themselves as a member of the star family races seated here for humanity at this time to help humanity awaken. Mm-hmm. We do. We all have star markings. It's also in our astrological charts, which most of us will be able, if you know, most of us have done our astrological mm-hmm. charts and we can find it. Right. It's also very often in the numbers, which you might find interesting. Yes, I do. And the reason I asked was because years ago when someone was doing my palm, that's what they told me. And they showed mm-hmm. me where it was. And you know yeah. how you, you hear things and life goes on and you don't think about it. And, and going and researching some of your work that you have out there, I went, oh, my goodness, I wonder. You know, we, yes. we do forget. And unfortunately, yes. there's so much out there for us we need to remember. Yes, yes we do. I well, Lori, thank agree, you so PK. much. Oh, you guys, thank you so much. It's been so much fun. I've so enjoyed well, our conversation and our gonna, time together. Oh, Oh, what a delight for us. Absolutely. We're going to have to have you back. Thrilled. Oh, yes, we do. Absolutely. And I'm sure they'll be running to your website. And in the meantime, everybody, we'll be back with another show next week. Until then, we'll see you on the Blue Highway. Good night, everyone. Good night. Thanks so much. Been a Thank joy. you. Thanks for listening. Tune in next week for another radio adventure with Supernatural Girls. That was a great show. Yes, it was. Very, very interesting. Going to have to go in and call her to have her her help you with your back. I bet she could really make a difference. God, I wish somebody could. I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yeah, I think I will. You know me, I have to make a note to remember who I am. (laughs) My brain is dense. Well, I think she'd be, she's really a tremendous healer. I've, I did watch quite a few of her videos, and she's very powerful, no question. Yeah, I, I watched a couple of things, and then I was into the books and such. I was going through some of the things today. But, you know, it's so fascinating. But I, when I read the article about Starseed, and I had forgot about this. This was, I was in Annapolis. And my God, I've been out here 25 years, so it was about maybe 35 years ago. And someone was talking about something, and they looked at me, and they said, I know you because we've been together in another space, in another place. They were talking about star children, star people, and I'm going, Uh at that point in my life, I'm going, oh, you're little Looney Tunes. And then they took (laughs) a look at the palm of my hand, and I have a a definite star in the middle uh, to the uh, palm of my hand. I have to see yeah. that. Next time we're together, you got to show me. I'd love to see. Yeah, I've got I've got one on each hand. Cool. And I thought, well, you know, it's old age. It's a wrinkle. It's a crinkle. But this was 35 years ago. <laughs> yeah, can't can't but, blame it on age then. That's for sure. Well, how far are you? Know, you? I give her a call. See what she can do for yeah. you. You know. Hey, let's 
can't hurt. That's for darn sure. I'll send you her number. I'll send you her number tomorrow. All right. And if you feel like it, then give her a call. You? I, I thought she was. Yeah, I think I, I, think I will. She's I think she's really good. I think you should. Yeah. Okay, honey. I, well, I hope you have a good night. Stay warm and stay cozy. Going. <laughs> I, I hate to tell you this, but I have my muckalux on my flannel jammies and a big fleece house coat on. That's why. <laughs> Well, you sound pretty cozy to me. I'm going to go do the same thing right now. <laughs> yes. And I tell you, I kept feeding your dogs when she was talking about them. Because when I was out there, they're feeling for you and how you react with them. She's just saying what everybody else can see. And here she's never talked to me before or uh-huh. anything. I sent her pictures of both of them. I said, do you need pictures? I'll send you pictures, you know. And and she said, it's not necessary, but go ahead. And so it's so interesting what she came back with. And it was more based on them being here for me. I mean, I was more interested in their health and make sure they're healthy. But um, anyhow, that was great. Amazing, it was really it? a fun show. Yeah, yeah it was very nice. good. Yeah. Yes, she is. I know people who and, actually want to study this, and I'm going to send them her way. Well, and also taking a look at some of the other books that she has out, we can certainly bring them back again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I know she could do a whole thing for the audience, so I just wasn't sure if she could do it without <laughs> that ear. I don't know if she could talk through it. So I was, um, I'll have to ask her for next time if she can do it. Kind of like Ed Edwards used to do. Yeah, you know, that's people. exactly I was going to ask you about the phone thing tonight. When we called in, then I, I called back again. Then you said yeah. something interrupted. I was getting a beep periodically. Like, were, were we getting call-ins? Were you getting call-ins? I didn't see any come in. Because I'm getting beeps, and I could have sworn there were people calling in to get in. That's what I was hearing. When I went oh. offline and called back in again, there was nothing. After well, I what it sounded in. like is, it, yeah, when see, when you called back in the second time, it still was happening. And then I put you in the mute room a few times to kind of break mm-hmm. up the interference. But then when you called back the last time, it was clear. Yeah. But prior to that, when I would hear a sound here, it was as if a call had come through. Oh, that's so And that's strange. what I did. That beat. Yeah. Well, I was so pissed because I went to get on again with Skype and my microphone and I call in and I can't hear a damn thing. So I'm going to get on with Skype uh, tomorrow and just test it because that's never happened. This is the second time it's happened and I had to go to my cell phone and I was like, son of a bitch, what's wrong that I am not hooking up with the audio for some reason. I checked all my settings. I did, you know, I went through one thing after another and I couldn't find it. So who knows? It is Who crazy. Knows. All there is I to know. it just. Yeah. I don't know what causes it, it but I, I knew it was coming from your line. I just couldn't figure out why. So. Well, I couldn't because I, I cleared everything off and I'm going, okay, this is good. And then all of a sudden I was hearing me a little bit later. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Oh, I well. don't know what in the world was he causing it. So, yeah. And I mean, I think it's. Probably, well, I'm going to play with this to find out what's wrong with my system because there's something wrong that's not allowing me to use my microphone. But it, yours was like an electronic feedback. I can hear it now, actually, when we're just talking. 
I'll be down. See, I can't hear anything. So, out of the yeah, see, we could hear you. We could hear it, but you couldn't, and it was coming from your line because when I put you in the mute room, it stopped. So that's how I knew it was you. But I don't know why it's happening. I'm going to have to call Amy and and find out if she knows anything with that. But hopefully, we'll be able to use our microphones next time. That makes a big difference. That would be so nice. Yeah. Did I you ever get your Skype fixed? Yes. He was here. He's late. Yes. Everything's late, but it doesn't do any good, but I can't use it. I know. Well, well let me was, figure out. Yeah. I'm going to call Amy tomorrow. Did you try to get on through Skype, or did you just use your phone? I tried earlier to get on through Skype. It, there was some static going on, and because it's so cold here, it's unusual. Wires get screwed up. It's like when it's a real oh, severe yeah. rain. So yep, I thought, well, sure. I'm not going to fool around with it because I didn't want to make the show bad. So I just went straight to my phone. Went straight. All right. Well, I'm going to call Amy tomorrow and see if she has any ideas on why this might be happening. And I'll try to call Kim on Skype and see if I can hear him and he can hear me. Okay. Then I'll know it's the board. If it, if I can get through to him and he can hear me, then it's there's something wrong with the board. So, all right. Well, look, we'll have a good night. Stay warm, honey. I'm going to give it a shout. And I can't believe you're going to call Kim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, on Skype. <laughs> Not tonight. I'm going to go watch Project Blue Book. I've been waiting for that since uh-huh. yesterday. So that's that's my thing I'm going to do now. In my jammies. <laughs> With my heating pad. <laughs> okay. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Take care. Good night, dear. Bye-bye. Good night. <laughs>